Sports Talk. One full hour of anything and everything you want to talk about in the world of sports. If you're in Dallas County, call us at 214-787-1190. Tarrant County, 817-787-1190. Now here they are, a couple of guys we all know and love, the Wiz Kid and Coach Gary Rice. Guys, take it away. Hello and welcome to Sports Talk. Yeah, not only Sports Talk, it's the first Sports Talk of December. Yes, December has arrived. That means you have uh, about 20-something days left of shopping before Christmas. So that should get you going to let you know where we are this month. I tell you what, time has just traveled so fast this year. I can't believe we're already in December and Christmas is just around the corner. Ben is not here today. The legendary Ben Martin is taking the day off again today because of conflicts in schedule. So we have the guy. Now, you know, most most uh, shows, that would be a big problem. They'd be panicking the streets, be crying, oh, my God, what are we going to do? But not here. At Sports Talk, we are prepared. We are always prepared because we have a guy that can do both. He's not only the co-host, but he can also produce a show as well. Yes, you know who I'm talking about, Warren Shore. We also know him as the Wiz Kid, and he deserves that name every time he says behind that glass. He's also safe for another show. Here he is, Warren Shore. Hello, my friend. How are you today? Good. And he can also watch this, uh, <laughs> the Browns trying to get a backdoor cover late. Yeah. That was a cl- What's the score in that? 19 to 10. 10, 19 to 10, okay. What about the other game that was going the, uh, on? The Saints are up two touchdowns on the Panthers. Okay. That's about six minutes left. That was an interesting ball game. Yeah. I, I was watching some of that earlier today. The NFC South very interesting yes. division. Very, it very, very much is. Tell you what, a lot going on. A lot, of, a lot was decided over the weekend. Uh, we know the Final Four now for the NCAA Championship uh, Playoff Series. We'll talk about that in, after the next break. But first, a couple of things. I, this is something, Warren, I saw, and I, I, thought, I just want to kind of talk about it. It's not really a sport, I guess, but a couple of daredevils. You may, I don't know. You may have seen this, maybe. Uh, a couple of guys jumped from a mountain, Jungfrau in France, and they, they jumped off this mountain. They had these kind of wing things, and they landed into a moving plane. Have you I, seen? I heard about it. I didn't see. I actually saw the video, and that is really something interesting. So if you want to see something a little unusual, watch that. I don't I don't know how you have the first the nerve to do that, jump off, <laughs> hoping you're going to hit that plane while it's moving and then make it in. But they both made it in safely, so it's something to watch. Uh, I guess you can probably uh, Google it or Daredevil jumps from mountain to plane. That's where you'll find that. But uh, Fred uh, Fuger and uh, uh, Vince Raffet was the two guys that uh, jumped into the plane, so that made it very interesting. Okay, high school football is still going on, believe it or not. Yeah, the playoffs continue, starting to wind down now some – Congratulations. Some great matchups weren't coming up this next weekend in 6A Division One, Euless Trinity and Allen both in. And in Division Two, you got South Lake Carroll that also made it in. In 5A Division One, Denton Ryan and Highland Park still there. Got a matchup coming up in Division Two. Alito had a little bit of a scare this past weekend. Didn't exactly run over their opponent like they have in the past, but they did win. And North Richland Hills, Richland is still in as well. And Frisco, Lone Star, and Mansfield are both in. And in 4A Division One local schools, Stephenville and Kennedale. That uh, Lido game, uh, Warren, I don't know if you saw that, but that's a team that they have beaten very soundly the last couple of times. But it, it took a good game for them to finish this one up. Yeah, I think in the playoffs it's uh, you're going to get – look, if the teams they've beaten the team handily every time, they're going to be like, all right, this is – it's going to be our last game of the season. Why right. not go out with the best shot? That's what happened there. But uh, Allen and Euless this week should be pretty good. Yes. Those are, like, obviously the two powers, two of the powers 
in the uh, – Who would you take right now if you were going to pick? Uh, probably Allen. Okay. I don't know. I saw Allen play once this year. Pretty okay. good. They're up, They're good. Like just like every year, and their offensive line looks like a small D two out D three school out there, like college, a D three college you, out there. These linemen today, you know, when I was a lineman in high school, our, I think our average weight was like two hundred, two twenty, and you see them now, they're well over, you know, close to three hundred, if not more, in some cases. South Lake Carroll coming in again in Division Two. Talk about them. This is just a winning franchise; it just continues to win. They've been out for a little bit, but they're coming back strong again. How do you see them fare here in this uh, next round? They took care of DeSoto pretty well, so I think they. I think it's going to be. Uh, are they in Division One or Division Two? Division Two. Okay, because if they're in Division One, they'd have to face Allen right. in the next one. But no, I think they got a chance. Look, you only got to win two more games to make the state final. Yeah. So this is the state quarters. So I think they got. They look. Anyone left has got a good team, and they're going to have sure. uh, a chance. And everyone who I've been following for high school football says there's been a ton of upsets throughout the whole playoffs. Like a bunch of favorites oh, really? have gone down throughout. No, I'm not saying specifically in the DFW area, right, right. but around like Austin and sure. Houston. Yeah. And, yeah, there was. You're exactly and right. There. Yeah. So there's been a lot of upsets, so it seems like anything can happen. Absolutely. You know then playoff football, absolutely. Denton Ryan in Highland Park, uh, this is a good one here. This is 5A Division One Highland Park again. They won it last year, correct? They did. Yeah, so they're John going, Stephen Jones. Yeah, trying to repeat. I mean, you just watch uh, – you just watch a Sunday night Cowboys game and NBC will be sure to spotlight him prom- prominently. Of course. They have to. I mean, there's a bunch of other kids that have won well, state know. titles too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, their dad, their grandpa ain't well, I know. Jerry Jones. Uh, but do we need to know every single week? No, that's week? true. No, 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 you're right about that. Like, yeah. like NBC shows a high school game every week during the broadcast. Right. And every week when it's in Dallas now, it's Highland Park. It's Highland Park. Yeah. Before, it was they, they changed it around. They went to Frisco. <laughs> they went here. They went there. They went there. Now it's just John Stephen Jones, and then they show him in the, in, in the booth, in the, in the owner's box. Like, I get it, but come on. Change yeah, it up you can a little overkill bit. It. Yeah, you yes, can it's overkill. overkill. It. Look, yeah, after he right. won the state title, no problem with saying, "Hey, you no, won a yeah. state title." Yeah, absolutely, totally understand that. But we're going now every single week. They've been on two or three times on Sunday night yep. this year at home, and they just kill it. Yeah, sometimes the networks uh, try to kiss butt a little bit too much. Oh, for sure. Big story in the NFL. This story was I was shocking when I shocked when I saw this, but then again, I said, you know what, maybe. It's, they didn't do it right, but Eli Manning, as everybody knows, now got benched. He did not start today, and that broke his 210 straight starting games in a row. And he was even offered the chance, Warren, to start just to keep that record alive. He told them, "No, I got a lot of, I have a lot of respect for that man for doing that because he could have done that." But he said, "You know, the records had nothing to do with this. This is about the team." But it looks like the writing's on the wall. Uh, Eli Manning, if he's playing football, I don't think it's going to be in New York. Yeah, I don't. How can you? You're going to put Geno Smith as the guy you're going to replace? Yeah, thank you. Why don't you try and uh, roll out a Davis Webb, who's actually a rookie? He was supposed to play today, did he? No, he's not going to play for like uh, until there's four games left, so he's not going to play for like the last uh, the last two games. They're going to throw Geno out for two, and then but why not have him play the last four games? You got to know what Geno Smith got. Or yeah. maybe you want to see you split it two games apiece. That to me that makes no sense. And I they really just I thought they just stabbed Eli in the back. Oh, big Terrible. time. Yeah. The guy won two Super Bowls and beat not, paid the Patriots twice. Yes. And now you're trying to save your own jobs. And look, he's had his fair share of he's hasn't played great. But 
I mean, there's but you can't been, blame it all on him. No, I'm not. I, no, I, know, I know you're not, but I, mean, they, they seem I like, don't think they are too, but they just want to say, hey, we want to tank and so we get a top pick, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah. But still, look, you weren't you weren't winning with Eli this year anyways. How many more games were you going to win? Yeah. What would Barely it hurt any, to, yeah. Maybe one. You know, you could have let him play like the first half and then made a change at half. Yeah, but he didn't want to do that. Okay. He said well, they offered him to do that. But he was never going to finish the game, and he didn't want to do okay. that. He wanted to have the right. Well, I knew to they offered the him game. to start. I didn't know if they talked about you know changing. Well, they it said you like will that. start, but you will not finish the game, game the last okay. four games of the season. And he said no, because that means the streak to me will be tainted. I want to finish every single game. Which a lot of respect to Eli for. Yeah, that. absolutely. A lot of talk though. He's uh, Jacksonville. Maybe where he's going to get up with his old head coach. Yeah, I think that look they'd be good if they had a. Um, They'd be good if they had a quarterback, even though Blake Bortles they won today. But I, yeah, that it makes too much. A guy sense. like Eli Manning, yeah, yeah, that too kind much of, sense. Yeah, that kind of uh, uh, pro uh, service. Yeah, you you can get a lot out of him, and and you know what you know what he's capable of doing. So we'll keep an eye on that. See how the Giants do with the two other quarterbacks they plan to throw out there in the uh, next couple of games. The uh, hiring uh, uh, circus is still going on, but there's one big hire. Warned that I was completely shocked when I first saw this. I said, "There's no way he's going to do this," but A and M got Jimbo Fisher. Unbelievable! Why would Jimbo Fisher? And we talked about this last week. Why would Jimbo Fisher, any coach with any kind of name, would go to Texas A and M? And he's doing it. He's, Why? Because he's getting paid seventy-five. He's getting a fully guaranteed seventy-five million dollar contract. Oh, I'm sorry, but you know, there's, there was reporters said that money wasn't the wasn't the issue. That's the only reason. <laughs> $75 million, and you probably didn't see this video today. No, I didn't. But he finally made his uh, – he finally landed down in uh, College Station. He got a nice warm welcome. Oh, I, yeah. uh, College Station might have changed to North Korea, might have located <laughs> North Korea, because they rolled out the maroon carpet and had the cadet band playing songs as wow. he's walking off the plane. It was like they were in a dictatorship, and the president <laughs> – the the dictator, whoever, the leader of the country, supreme leader, was walking off the plane, giving him a old. That was the that is the most Aggie thing I've ever seen. How many years did they get him for? Ten years that. is the Ten contract. Years. Ten oh years, seventy five million dollars. There's no way he coaches all ten years no. at A and M. Not a I'll chance. Give, I'll give him five. I think five or the six. And if I'm Jimbo, I'm saying fire me after two. I'm seventy five million dollars richer. I don't care. Now there was there was discussion and something he had said that uh, the Florida State was not willing to do and it was upgrade the facilities where A yeah. and M said they they'll they'll do that and also they're going to throw a lot of money in the pool to help him with assistant coaches was something they said that Florida sure, State was but, not willing to do but okay so what the Aggies go eight and four the next two years it's not worth it you're trying to win this is a deal that if the Aggies don't win an SEC title under Jimbo it's a failure. You have now gotten one of the only four head coaches that have won a national title, active coaches that win a national title. Right. If you don't win the SEC, it's a failure. Absolutely. That's at least that's the minimum goal, and you should be winning 10 games every single year. If the first two years they win eight games, it's a disaster. And I don't want to hear the Aggies all – Give, he took over. He took over a program. Took over. For Sumlin, no, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. You won. You won eight games and nine games. That's right. Okay, and you have tons of talent. All I hear from Aggie people is, "We have so much talent. Why aren't we winning?" Okay, so the cupboard is full. <laughs> it's yeah. not like the cupboard is bare. Which Tom Herman, the cupboard was more bare than A and M. Absolutely. And I don't. I don't need to hear it. I don't need to hear it from the Aggies.
No, but you know you will. You know we will. Well, that's why I'm going to get the hands ready. We're going to we're going to have some arguments going on. And gosh, oh, I mean, if any, if the Aggies any needed needed to be more cocky coming up, oh, this would oh, just set boy. them free. Yeah, golly. Yeah, this is going to be interesting to watch that for the next couple of years, next ten years, or whatever. Uh, real quickly, John uh, uh, Curry was fired uh, from Tennessee. They said he did a terrible job trying to find a new coach. Yeah, well. I don't oh. think anything anybody in there is going to have a hard time. Yeah, but there a was coach. also sabotage. You got backstabbed by Philip Fulmer, who's now That's the AD there. Yeah, and then Ole Miss got hammered again with a two-two-year bowl ban and multiple scholarships restrictions. Thirteen total now as they try to fight through that muck. Yeah, Ole Miss thought they were only going to get a one-year ban, not a two-year ban, because they self-imposed this year. So they're not happy with that extra year. Well, and they said one of the reasons they said that the extra punishment was because the lack of institutional control. That was a factor for some of the I know, no, but so, I'm saying they yeah. gave themselves a bull band this year thinking, all right, great. Yeah. This will be fine like other schools, and then we won't get a two-year bull band, and then b- boom, bam, they hit them with another one. <laughs> They're not happy. They're not. All right, we'll come back. We're going to talk college football. Yeah, the big time is coming up. Bowl games coming up. The championship coming up. Who are the four teams? You probably already know, but we're going to talk about that. When we come back, you can join us, 817-214-787-1190. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Sports Talk, yes, right here on 1190 KFXR. Glad to have you on a Sunday night talking sports. A lot going on this weekend. It's going to slow down now a little bit, especially the college way, but they got the big playoffs coming up starting January 1st with the championship January 8th. In just a moment, we're going to talk about who are the final four that made it. Three of them were solid. They had a fight between the, the final spot, but they decided on that, and we'll talk about it and see if that was the right one or not. Before we do that, though, I want to go over, we kind of ignore all the other sports going on during football, at least I do. And it's nothing against the other sports. It's just that I love football. I'm sorry. That's just the way it goes. But NBA, let's talk about that real quick. Uh, the NBA standings as it stands right now, uh, this is before any games were played today. Uh, in the Atlantic, on the east side of the NBA, you got the Celtics, number one. In the central, you got the Cavaliers and the Pistons battling out there, one and two. In the southeast, the Wizards, believe it or not, are leading that division. In the West and the Northwest, good race going here. Three teams battling it out right now. Of course, it's very early, but Nuggets are rather respected to be number one. But then you got the Timberwolves at number two and the Portland Trailblazers right there at number three. In fact, only a half a game separates all three of these teams between three and number one. And the uh, – uh, sorry, I said Nugget. Nugget should be number one. I'm sorry, in the Northwest. In the Pacific, it's the Warriors that are number one sitting there. No, no surprise there. In the Southwest, we're used to seeing San Antonio at the number one spot, usually this time of the year, or at least getting close. They are second, but right now the Rockets are holding that number one spot. And, of course, your Dallas Mavericks are dead last in that division and don't expect much from them. In the NHL standings, uh, in the East, the Atlantic, the Lightning are holding that number one spot in the Metropolitan Division. It's the Blue Jackets. On the west side, it's the Central with the Jets and the Blues neck to neck there. Our very stars are number four. They're five points behind the leaders. That's the Jets. In the Pacific, you got two teams battling it out here close to each other, the Kings, and yes, the Las Vegas Knights, Warren. They're number two, and they're a new, brand-new franchise. 
Yeah, they're playing really well this year. The Stars went in there and beat them this week. Which yeah, is they nice did. Because they have like the best home record in the NHL. A little too much partying going on the night before. <laughs> in Vegas. No, they've looked at it, and they say, one. Of, I think it was like the LA Times, uh-huh. or, looked, or maybe it was the Vegas local paper, looked at it, and like they've seen that teams that leave a couple days later, they'll be like, this person's out with flu-like sy- symptoms. This person's this. This person's that. <laughs> and the coaches be like, yeah, we well, were just a half a slip step slow, slow tonight yeah. <laughs> i wonder why yeah but yeah they also the nhl made it easier for them to um easier for them to be good soon because of the limitations yeah. they put on the other teams like the teams were only able to block 10 players instead yeah. of like 12 or 13 so i was listening to ken hitchcock when he was on the ticket right and he said that vegas took all of the guys who were on like the third line who are good third line players right and weren't getting enough to move up to the second line or first line because they were blocked. And now they're playing on the second line or first line, and they're really flourishing in those roles that they thought they could. Well, I tell you, you know, new, yeah, new franchises, they get, it's a lot easier now than it used to be. Before, you had to start from scratch. I mean, literally start from scratch. You go back to the 60s when the Cowboys started, you know, they started from scratch. They got a number one pick, but, you know, they had to build their way through. You know, and any team like that back in those days it started started that way and had to fight their way and, and build their, their programs to, to become some of the best teams around. And I think you learn a lot doing it that way, Warren. When you when you had you don't like it because you're not going to win many games. But I think you you learn a lot, and the players that stick stick with you realize what it's like from winning and losing, and they don't want they hate that losing, so they're going to try that much harder to win. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, playoff picture has been set. Here is what the final poll was before the games on Saturday, because this is important uh, because there's some changes in this when it made the final playoff picks were made today. Number one was Clemson. They won. Number two was Auburn. They lost. Number three was Oklahoma. They won. And Wisconsin, who at that time was undefeated, they lost. And they were number four. Alabama was sitting at number five, and Ohio State, believe it or not, was still hovering in that general area. So now the playoff picture has been made, and here's how it stands. Clemson remains at number one. Oklahoma jumps to number two. Georgia is in there at number three. And Warren, the final spot, number four, since Wisconsin lost, they were eliminated. So it became between Alabama and Ohio State. Alabama got the nod. I'm not surprised here, and I have no complaints. Yeah, look, uh, I'm not. I guess I'm not surprised because I've. It's been shown the last two years that you cannot lose two games and make the playoff with what happened with Penn State last year, right? And Ohio State this year. The, the thing last year they said, though, was that Ohio State's wins is what got them in, like, the nice road win against Oklahoma, and they had a nice win against Michigan. That was a top – that was a yeah. number three team in the country. They had solid wins. That's the same thing they had this year. They just had a loss to the number two team in the country at home, and then they got shellacked at Iowa. Yeah. But they won – they beat the number two team in the country. Yep. They beat the number four team in the country. They killed the number 12 team in the country in Michigan State. And Alabama's best win was LSU, and they're ranked like 16th. Yeah. And, and they, they beat and they lost to, And they lost to Auburn. And they've got dom- – look, this final yeah. score was much closer than the game. They got dominated oh, yeah. by Auburn. And well, But you know what? When you, <laughs> when you look at this situation, when you, when you got – uh, humans picking this. Agreed. And look, they're saying, at look, 
the eye test was brought into this. Right. Alabama, the last two weeks, the last, okay, I'm not saying three, the last three weeks, because they played Mercer two weeks ago. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, that's because the SEC has an eight-conference game schedule. If Ohio State had an eight-conference game schedule, they wouldn't have played a crossover game against Iowa, would have scheduled some other MAC school, and they would have been 11-1, and and they would have been in the playoff. Right. So it's scheduling. But what is the difference in the, the, the I okay, so Alabama got in. Their eye test the last three weeks has been terrible. They, yes. look, they squeaked by Mississippi State, and then they got drubbed at Auburn. Yeah. They do not look to me right now like the fourth best team in the country. And Ohio State last night looked a little shaky. Yeah. They looked good in the first half, but they looked a little shaky in the second half. The quarterback also had knee surgery on Sunday yes. and was playing in the game. That had something to do with it. Yeah, that was unbelievable. But what is the difference in the resumes of Wisconsin that has one loss why was Wisconsin not talked about in the playoff? If we're talking about one loss teams, Wisconsin. Well, they were talking because they were saying all along his their schedule is what okay. Was they screwed had them two up. top twenty wins, two top twenty five wins. Alabama has two top twenty five wins. It's the same. They have the same uh, same amount of quality wins. It's, and and it comes down to the name, baby. No, I know that, but I'm saying if the debate was only Ohio State and Alabama, why was Wisconsin not brought in? They had one loss, and they lost to the number eight team in the country in the Big Twelve or in the Big Ten Ch- title championship. game. Championship, yeah, that's right. While Alabama was sitting at home, yeah, so that's right. <laughs> why not compare those two schools? And if we're bringing another conference champion in, bringing USC, they finished eighth in the final poll. They had the best resume between Ohio State and Alabama. Yeah. They finished eighth. Yeah, Wisconsin was frowned upon all year long. They never got the respect, and uh, and even to the end here, they didn't. This this system needs to be. They got to they got to be consistent. I mean, I don't, I don't, and I just don't it's, see it. Well, it's it's four years in. It's hard to co- grow up. The consistency is you can't lose two games. They're, they they've been consistent on that. Okay, let me all ask you years. this: If Auburn if, if Auburn would have won, I think they would have been in with two losses. Yeah. Okay. See that, but that that, that so why is Auburn in? With two losses, yes. and then Ohio State with two losses. When one of them happened to be in November, and last year Penn State was at two losses, yes. didn't get in. Yes, but maybe they would have just left out Auburn, and they would have put in uh, Alabama and Wisconsin or something. But I guess they're just they just come up with their two loss teams as as they go. And Auburn only won their two games against Alabama and Georgia at home. They clearly showed away from Jordan Hare. They were not the same football team. Right. So look how how they played last yesterday in the Georgia Dome. Yeah, that's right. They were not the same team that played Alabama. No, and that was because not. they were away from home. Well, that, that, yeah, you think that has something to do with that? You got to look at the away games. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you there. And they lost their two away games. They got drilled at LSU, and then I can't remember who else they lost to, but they got beat handily in that one. Yep. So here's the picture. This is how it shapes up for January first, the semifinal games. It'll be Clemson versus Alabama, and the Sooners will take on. Georgia. So this is going to be the matchup. It's too early to pick. I don't think we'll do, we're going to do it later, but uh, I'm kind of, are you leaning any way here out of the, out of these? Well, oh, I think Clemson is, it's, I think it's Clemson and Oklahoma, I think are going to play in the title I was game. thinking that too. I, I, I was thinking that same way too, though. I think Georgia, I don't know. I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of I'm wavering on Georgia a little bit because they, they, they've been playing pretty well. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. I just think Oklahoma, the offense right yeah. now is playing the best. Their they offense are. is, if you can stop them, then you can you, win. You have a chance. Yes. But I think Clemson, though, is still the best team right now. I agree. And uh, 
Al- Vegas opened Alabama up as a one-point favorite against Clemson. You're kidding. Hit, no, dead serious. Wow. And then Alabama against Ohio State would have been a three-and-a-half-point favorite. So you're telling me this makes no sense. So <laughs> I saw this from places. Right. They said Alabama against Ohio State was Alabama be a three, three-and-a-half-point favorite. Okay. Okay. Then if Clemson played Ohio State, yeah. they'd be a ten-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Clemson would be a ten and a half point favorite. How the hell is Alabama a one point favorite against Clemson? That's a that, good question. To me, that yeah, makes, that, maybe no. they're different sports books, but to me, that made no sense. Boy, that you talk about one, from one end to the other. But I'll tell you what, Clemson plus one, I take that to the bank right now. Absolutely, and I run with it. I'd like to see if that's going to change as the weeks progress. You think it will, much? Of course, because I think. Well, well I, what do you think? But do you think it'll switch over to Clemson being the favorite? Uh, I mean, look, it's all based on the money and where the money goes in. But yeah, I mean, I would think there's people trying to get in at Clemson plus one right I would, now. I would think so too. Yeah, I would definitely. You're right. And of course, January January eighth will be the championship. Yeah, those game. games are on January first this year, so it's it's. I mean, it's good. Look, the playoffs, the games are probably the four best teams. Yeah, but. You can't say all year we value conference championships a lot, and then a team wins a conference championship yep. and has three better wins than one school and then puts Alabama in. I wonder if Nick Saban wants to take back this quote of when he said, you, deserve, you don't deserve to, make, to play for a national title if you don't win your conference tournament. Because <laughs> that's been going around the internet for the past week. So I wonder if he wants to take that back. Yeah, take your foot out of your mouth there. I, I mean, he, he said was, that like five years ago. Yeah, but and, still, and when he was campaigning and, and, for his other thing. Yeah, when when they got beat by Auburn, boy, he immediately was starting to you know for sure you know coach for his team. You know, hey, we should be in, we should be in, and when it comes to the Final Four, we should be in. And I still and like five. It. I still like five teams or the four man playoff. I just still don't understand how you could put two SEC teams, SEC teams, in this year. They were not the best conference. No, they were not. And. After Georgia, Alabama, and Auburn, the conference was a joke pretty much. Yeah, you're right. Like, they were so weak. They were. And I don't know. I just think putting two SEC teams in this year is, to me, it's tough. So so what if Ohio State wins by 20 points against Wisconsin last night instead of squeaking by in six? Right. Who's getting in? Yeah, that's a good point. Do you think it was right, considering everything? I guess the Pac-10 was so bad, too, that they – they, they didn't get anybody in, too, so you think that was just... Well, they, they're they champion of two losses, so it's when you lose two games, you're done. Okay. Well, that's the way it goes. All right, we come back. We're going to talk NFL. Cowboys, big win over the Redskins. Probably the best they looked all year long, and not only offensively finally got it together, but, my God, their defense played like a defense. We'll talk about that. You can join us, 817-214-787-1190. We'll be back right after this. Two guys talking sports right here on KFXR 1190. Coach Gary, that's me. I'm your host. And, of course, my sidekick and partner, Warren Shore, the whiz kid, the legendary Ben Martin, is off today. Before we get into the NFL, we talked about the playoff games for the uh, New Year's Day uh, lineup. And uh, Warren has a few more games that are designed for that day as well. So, Warren, take it away. Well, it's the New Year's Six games. There's some good. There's actually some really good ones this year. Uh, the Cotton Bowl got a really good one. Ohio State versus USC. Oh, look out now. It's a really good one. That's uh, December 29th. Um, I mean, both teams, it's a good constellation to play. Yes. That feels. That game feels like it should be played in the Rose Bowl, though. Um, yeah, you're right. The Rose Bowl yeah. this year is 
Oklahoma, Georgia. I think we got those mixed up. The 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 Rose Bowl and the Cotton Bowl mixed up. We get, <laughs> Should flip flop them. Yes, <laughs> but uh, that will be a great game, especially right down here at Jerry World. And then the Fiesta Bowl, Washington versus Penn State. Washington has a really tough defense. Penn State has the high flying offense. offense. Yeah, that will be a good one. The Orange Bowl is is Wisconsin versus the U versus Miami. So uh, Wisconsin has a chance to say, hey, we weren't really that fluky this year. That's we right, could still yeah. beat uh, yeah. the U, even though the U looks like they're a disaster after they got just drilled the last two times they played a football game. And then in the Peach Bowl, Auburn mm-hmm. is playing UCF. UCF really? 12-0. and They were the group of five school that made it. Scott Frost is still going to coach in the bowl game, though. Interesting, because he took the head coaching job at Nebraska. That's right. It was reported during the overtime of the game that he was going to Nebraska. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. The the bottom line is saying breaking news: Scott Frost has accepted the job at Nebraska. <laughs> there he is calling a third down play. So oh, that was pretty my. funny. That is funny. But that's the modern day of technology, though, man. Yeah. news travels fast. Oh, but say. That, I mean, it was a that's given. Crazy. It's yeah. a given that he was going to go there. He uh, coached. He's a quarterback for a national championship at Nebraska. Does it hurt? Do you think him? It, it, they know he's leaving to go ahead and coach that last game. I think it's great. He took the team twelve. He took the job when they were zero and twelve, and took them to twelve and zero in a two years. Last year they won six and seven. This year won twelve and zero, and he's going to coach the bowl game. I think that's really good. Good. I think that's good for him for coaching, uh, coaching the bowl game, and both schools allowing him to yeah, uh, coach the bowl game. Look, he's probably. He's focused on focusing on getting a staff in Nebraska and coming up with a game plan. Probably not going to be that involved in the game plan, but still letting him coach. I I think that's great. I do too. I just I just wonder if you thought that was a big deal or not. I, I think it, it is. It is too. Yeah, I, I agree. And then and I think the players will, will play will, will respond to him even though he is leaving. Yeah, and then TCU is is playing Stanford in the Alamo Bowl. That's a good one. Their loss against Oklahoma pretty much kicked them out of the yeah. Cotton Bowl. And then Texas is playing Missouri in the Texas Bowl. Really think they should have put a- Texas for A&M there, but I don't think the Chancellors would have been really too <laughs> proud of that. And A&M's playing in the Belk Bowl against Wake Forest. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I tell you, you know, you look when you look, look over the years and then you do these bowl games, it's really funny to watch some of the matchups that they put together. Uh, Warren and I will be doing our picks next week on those bowl games. We're going to cover every one of them, so we're going to see how we do. And we're going to do it with a spread, too, Warren. Okay, right, so keep that in fine. mind. Okay? Notre Dame versus LSU is one of them, too. That's a good one. Ooh, that would be a good one, absolutely. All right, the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys, big win over the Redskins. I'll just give you my point of view of the game, the way I saw it. The first half, or even the first quarter, did not look good. I'm thinking, oh, God, here we go again. Because they, the Prescott was having a hard time getting, getting rid of the ball. Again, he was under pressure. Defense was giving up some plays. And then all of a sudden – you can see it switch. They got a turnover. They they couldn't do anything with that. That was that was frustrating. They got another turnover. Couldn't do anything with that either. You got two turnovers. Some you do you don't get very much all year long. You've dropped a few interceptions that probably could have turned some games around. And finally, you get what you're looking for, but you can't make anything happen with that. Very very frustrating. And then boom, it finally started to click. And of course. The punt return for the touchdown, I think that set the spark, and that pretty much got the ball rolling for the Cowboys. They look a lot better after after that, and the defense especially played really well. Yeah, they played well, but I to me, Dak still looks off. Like he only threw for 102 yards. This was the more. This is the type of game they needed to win. What they would win with yeah. the. Zeke, they give it to Morris 27 times. Rod Smith gets 10 carries, so 37 carries from the running backs. 
and you only throw it 22 times, and Dak only completes it for 102 yards. That's fine. Yeah, I'm going to say, I don't worry about that. No, no, but I'm saying this is a trend of about two or th- about three weeks in a row now of subpar quarterback play from Dak. Like, they do not throw the ball down the field. No. They just are allergic, which, why? Why? What are they afraid of? That's, that's my question. I have no clue why they're what they're afraid. I'm not. I don't either. That's why I don't understand why. I mean, you got and Des Bryant actually played a good game. I'm glad to see him finally go up and get some footballs. You know, and play like the number one receiver he says he is. He finally made some play, got some separation, and if he didn't. He went up there and got the football like he's known to do in the past. So hopefully that has clicked a light in his head and got him going as well. Like golf throws the ball down the field. Uh, I see these rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. Carson Wentz throws the ball down oh. the field. All the time. And all the yeah. time. Yeah. All these other rookie quarterbacks are throwing, or second year quarterbacks. Deshaun Kaiser for the Browns, the only thing they call is a deep route. Like all these guys are throwing balls hey, down the field. Watch him, before, watch him before he got hurt. He was throwing it downfield. Okay, but not to the extent of like Wentz and all these other guys. They have the receivers to do it. I know. And I, they're just not, they're a limited, they're, they're pretty much saying, hey, we're only going to play in like a 15 year, 10 to 15 yard stretch of the field, just not even taking the top off. And the Redskins are so hurt. They have so many injuries. They are just so depleted that the Cowboys should have done this to them. Yeah. To me, the, if Jamison Crowder catches that touchdown in the first ta- in the first quarter, yeah. then that doesn't go into a deflection of the interception. Interception, yeah. like whole game changed. Absolutely. Complete game change because then you go down seven nothing. Here we go again. Starts creeping into your head, but instead you got a pick and then you got some points. But look, they got a chance now. They have a little silver hope because Atlanta lost today, yeah, and that helped them. They need the Eagles to beat the Seahawks tonight to to keep that going. Carolina but, lost today. Yeah, but Carolina's they're, they're two their... games behind Carolina. Okay, I'm saying yeah, that games well, like Atlanta. Yeah, if Atlanta tiebreaker there for if them, Atlanta yeah. and Seattle, if Atlanta would have won today, they would have still been they would have been three games behind uh, Atlanta because they had the head, and then but so they lost. So now they're only. Two, two right. and then Seattle. If they lose tonight, then you play them still. Right, I was going to say, before, yeah, so you can huge. make up two real quick. Yeah, yeah, and that's when Zeke comes back. No, that's right. Yeah, so got that to look forward to. The last two games of the year, but the defense to me still look. They played better, but they're still just. I don't know. They're just the linebacker play. Other than Anthony Hitchens is like subpar. The corners are yeah, but they they're to, getting, But they, I thought Thursday they looked a lot a lot better as far as being. Uh, more, they knew what they were doing. They didn't seem as lost. No, as I I agree with that. I agree. They looked less lost. Yes, less lost. Yeah. But then, so, okay. So Anthony Hitchens, he's a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You, yeah. You, you have zero cat. You got you got these guys on the deep. David Irving's a free agent at the end of the year. Demarcus Lawrence is a free agent at the end of the year. You got to franchise one of them. Yeah. Because Hitchens goes on the market. He's going to get a nice offer from another team, and you aren't going to you be able to spend him because Zach Martin still needs a contract extension. You're going to let him walk because he goes, and you're going to plug in an average guard. Your whole team's screwed up. You built yourself on it. You need an The Cowboys need an elite offensive line to yes. win games. Yes. They can't just have a good. They need to be the best or the second best offensive line in the league. That is what they've done to set themselves to be good. Or they need Dak to take the next step, and right now it doesn't look like he's taking that next step because I, because of the offensive line. I, he's got that he's got that click in his head that he's, his clock is running faster than it should be, and that's because of the the lack of blocking. And he's worried about his, especially his backside. 
and I don't blame him. But you're right. He does have to take it to the next step. What is the next step? Well, the next step is you make the plays. You've got – you know, I said last year, you know, he's first, starting as a rookie – that if he made a mistake, fine, he's going to make mistakes. We can accept that. And I said all along, and I still say it today, it depends how he responds after the mistake. Does he get in the corner and cry like a baby, or does he come out like a man and say, you know what, it's my bad, let's go, I'll fix this. And he did that last year. This year, he's making the mistakes, and some of those are not his, some of those are not his fault, but some of those are. He threw some that are just like, oh, my God, what are you, what are you throwing at? Who are you seeing there? That you could throw that ball when you got three defenders or one one receiver. You actually think you could pin that ball in there? No, I think he, sometimes he thinks with his arm instead of his head. He's got to stop that, and he got to get at that clock back where it was, where he knows how much time he has left. Quit getting happy feet. If he likes to roll out, that's fine. He's good at that. Gives him the option to run or throw. I don't have a, I don't have a problem with that. He's not a pocket passer. But he's got to learn to do it sometimes during the game as well. Warren, he can't just be a running quarterback all the time. Yeah, but I think he stays in the pocket a lot. Like, he's, he's just bouncing around in the pocket. Last year, all he did was bounce around in the pocket. This year, he's made more Because he plays. had protection last well, year. Well, I know, but I'm saying this year when he's been at his best is when he's on the run. Is when they're rolling him out in the bootleg yeah. or when he's – when he's trying to make something out of nothing. But I'm, uh, the, the thing I get worried about is when he takes off, you know, that chance of injury. Well, yeah, that's what you, every quarterback has to worry about that. It's not just that. Look. I know that. It's a game of football. I, I know that. I, you know that, but it's just, it's, 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 that's just what happens. And I just. Because we see too many quarterbacks, you know, young quarterbacks that came in the league doing that, and they're, they're not even playing anymore. Oh, I know, but he's a sturdy guy. He looks like he's indestructible. Yeah, he's strong. That's for sure, yeah. Absolutely. Well, then next week they play the Giants. That looks like an easy that should be an easy win. You never know, though. That's right. The NFL is weird. This could be in New York, right? Yes, yeah. but still, look, could be a you should win that. If you lose that game, you're done. Thank you. But you should be th- – it's going to be a noon start, too. A okay, shocker. so that's, a good, that's good for them. Yes. All right, real quick before we take our next break, uh, uh, Michael Crabtree got suspended for two games along with Akib Talib from the Broncos. Uh, both of them were suspended for two games for fighting the game. One thing, I saw the the film on this – I don't know if you saw it or not, Warren. I'm sure you did. But I thought Michael Crabtree should have got more. He was doing more fighting after that. Well, they had it two thing. games, and they both got it appealed on the one. See, that, no. Uh, to me, uh, Crabtree should keep the two-game suspension because that guy was still swinging after the, after the, first, the first initial play. <laughs> they both started it. Okay. I know, but he was swinging. Was sw- other guys were look, coming in, and he was taking a swing at them. It, that doesn't matter. Okay. Both guys deserve the same suspension in my mind. Oh. They, this is going back to last year. I know. That, that, Crabtree taped his chain to his chest. <laughs> Couldn't just take it off for a game. Taped it to his chest because he knew Tlaib was going to do it. And he still got it ripped off. What a bozo Crabtree is. i tell you. All right. We come back. We're going to do look how we did on our picks last week and some of the picks coming up for next week's game. Not a whole lot of college to choose from right now, but we may have some good pro games to look at. So we'll talk about that. And we come back. So don't you go anywhere because we will be back. Welcome back to Sports Talk. I'm your host, Coach Gary, along with Warren Shore, the whiz kid. As we get ready to wrap up the show here in our our final segment, we do our picks like we do every week with games coming up. Not a lot to choose from in the college regards. Uh, Maybe a couple games there, but a lot of pro games. Of course, we'll have the, uh, the bowl games next week when we pick and they get started Next week. Before we do all that, we're going to talk about real quick the standings in the NFL. This is going into today's game before any games today. And after the Cowboy game in the AFC, 
Patriots are number one in the East and North, followed by Pittsburgh. Remember how Pittsburgh, after that one game, they just got throttled. And everybody thought, oh, the world was coming to an end. Pittsburgh's done. Um, you know, Rothenberger said maybe they don't got it anymore. And now look at them. They're number one on the North Division. The South Division, Tennessee and Jacksonville are even tied up right now in that regard. And in the West, in a very weak, weak division again, Kansas City there with Oakland right behind him. But that is that has really turned out to be one of the weakest divisions in pro football, the uh, AFC West. And maybe the Oakland Raiders will get it together and make it a stronger sometimes here in the future. In the NFC, it's Philly, dominant team in the East and in the NFL altogether, just one of the best teams all around offensively, defensively. The numbers are outstanding. They lead the league, and of course, in the East, like I said, and they are number one team in the NFL. They will probably finish the number one team in the NFL. That's my look at it. In the North, Minnesota, we talked about them a few weeks ago doing with smoke and mirrors. Well, the smoke and mirrors are still working for them. They continue to win. They won again today, and they lead the North Division. I don't know, though, by watching them play today, I'm telling you, I'm not sure if they've got it, what it, what it takes to win in the playoffs because the playoffs is a whole different animal when you get there and the teams square up. And I don't know if they've got that uh, that kind of gumption to to go on beyond the first round maybe the, or even beyond the second round. They may get around the first round. In the South, New Orleans and Carolina are tied up there. Uh, they played today. Of course, that changes now with uh, New Orleans beating Carolina. And out in the West, the surprising Rams, yeah, they are up there as well. They, I see them doing very well in the playoffs, and they, you, I would not be surprised if they make it to the NFC Championship game. Uh, but I was talking about one just, just a second ago about Minnesota. We talked about them being smoke and mirrors. It seems to be working right now, but when I watched them today, and I started thinking, you know what, when they get in the playoffs, I don't think this is going to work. Well, I think they have a really good defense. And you know, defense in the playoffs always usually seems, wins. Yep, always seems to win. So they have that. So I could see them. Look, they're probably going to get a buy now. Yeah, they're they they're in the driver. Them. Well, them in New Orleans, but I think they're they're looking good for a buy. And uh, I think they could go. They can win a game. Maybe look if you got a buy, you only got to win two games to make the Super Bowl. That's true. And you got a week off, so that may, yes. that, that helps you out a lot. And Case Keenum isn't doing too. much. He's not. He's not. Uh, doing a lot. No. He's not making mistakes, which is good. And they have good receivers, Thielen and Diggs and Rudolph. And Keenum's making himself a ton of money, though. He's going to be a Isn't free he, agent. Oh, and boy. he is going to – he's making a ton of money, <laughs> which is scary. That is. Because when he, he was hold, with – Can he hold this up if he gets big Well, money? I know, but with the Rams last year, he was shaky. I think that anyone with Jeff Fisher with the Rams last year was bad. Just look at Goff. Yeah. Then the last year to this year. So, but I think that I I like the Vikings, and I was surprised. I thought Atlanta would have won today, at home. Yeah, they they were starting to click. They had things moving, and then they just yeah, came whoa. out. Oof. Yeah, came out kind of flat today. Well, if right now the playoff picture, if the playoffs started right now, your buys would be in the AFC: Steelers and the Patriots. NFC would be the Eagles and the Vikings, and the wild card games would be Ravens against Titans, the Jags against the Chiefs, and the NFC would be the Falcons and the Rams and the Panthers against the Saints. So you could see a matchup with those two again coming down the road in the playoffs. That's, there's going to be some good playoff games, I think, coming up if everything holds pat. Of course, you still got four games, so a lot of things can change. Yeah, right but there, the NFC is going to really is coming down to the wire, I think, way more than the, uh, than the AFC. It's kind of – you kind of know what you're getting in the AFC. It looks yeah. like the Ravens kind of 
somehow pulled away. Um, and they're going to find right. their six. It's like, unless the Bills can somehow get, catch hot and the Ravens go on a losing streak here, it's kind of it's kind of sad of who's going to make the playoffs. The only thing set on the NFC right now is the Eagles. They, they, right now they're, 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 well, I think me, the Eagles and the Vikings, those teams are both set. Yeah, I guess you got to put the Vikings in there. Yeah, yes, sir. And closer to New Orleans, they're 9-3. and three. Yeah. But other than that, it's anybody's. Trying to get the final spots. Yeah, absolutely. The, and believe it or not, the Cowboys are still there as well. But and I, and if Seattle loses tonight, I would say the Rams are. They have a two-game lead on Seattle. I would say they're going to be locked into the playoffs. I'd be very surprised if they don't make it the Rams. I, oh, for sure. They they, they, they have to tremendous. they have to go winless the rest of the season, I don't and I don't that think happening. that's going to happen. Nope, I don't either. All right, as far as our picks last week, uh, we in the college ranks we did, we both did the same, and this was against the spread three two and one. That's how we finished in the NFL. Uh, I took the Cowboys and won that one. You took the Redskins. Uh, you took uh, New Orleans, or I, you took Carolina. I took New Orleans, and uh, so we're sitting both at one and one. And tonight we both took Philly, so I guess we both need one, one Philly to win to help us out in that regard. So, what are we looking at for next week? Well, next week there's only one college game, and it's Army-Navy. Ah, classic. And, okay, I'm surprised by this. Army's 8-3, and three, and if they win this, they uh, they can go – they can win the um, Commander's Cup, which is the, okay. they've never won that before. Or they haven't won it in a long time. All right. So, the odds on this one, I have it as Army – is getting three points from really? Navy, but uh, so that's the spread. Is Army plus okay. three is the spread consensus? So I'm going to take Army. Army's eight and three this year. They've had their best season in a really long time. Navy is six and five, and Army also beat Navy last year for the first time in like 20 years. Yeah. So you're going to take Army. Huh? Army okay. plus three and a half. Yeah. All right, Warren. I will. You know what? Navy's. Uh, they have out the Marines a lot, so and my, you know, my son was a Marine, and still is a Marine, always be a Marine. So I'm going to shake on the uh, Navy side. I'm going to take them. And All I'll, right, I'll give you the. Well, I got to stick with my grandfather in the Army. Points. So okay, see there you go. That, that, that's that's good loyalty. All <laughs> yes. right, <laughs> All right, let's go to the NFL. What we got? We'll start with the uh, sun with the. Uh, well, we'll start with the Sunday night game. We'll pick four or five. Uh, NFL games. Baltimore at Pittsburgh is a Sunday night. Ooh. I don't think Baltimore is very good. No. This week was the first week they beat actually a legitimate quarterback in Matt Stafford. Before that, they'd beaten Deshaun Kaiser, Matt Moore, Tom Savage, like the 28th, the bottom third quarterbacks of the yeah. of the league. Snoring. They put up 40 points today, though, which was impressive. Yeah, that is. But I'm still going to take uh, Pittsburgh. I, I agree with you on that. But Pittsburgh, you know, I was just saying it before you came back on the air with me. Is that Pittsburgh? You remember after they got shellacked early in the year? It's like, oh my God, it's over. Pittsburgh yeah, but is done. Always you know? Yeah, they figure it out. Yeah, they do. They they always figure it out, and and they are back in the saddle once again. All right, so we both took uh, Pittsburgh. Philly at the Rams. Ooh, I like this. That's a good game. Yes. it's at uh, L.A. and I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the Rams. Really? I think the Eagles are due. I don't know if if the Eagles are flying back to Philly. And then they got to fly back to the West Coast. I would think Aren't they're they gonna, staying. Yeah, I, I think, think they're staying out okay, there. Okay, I didn't see if they were staying, but still, I'm going to take the Rams. Look, the Eagles are due to slip up here sooner or later, hmm. and I think they're going to beat Seattle tonight. So I'm, they're going to slip up against the Rams. Yeah, that would make sense to fly back and then fly back again. You're right. I think, and I, I read somewhere that a lot of teams were doing that. If they had a like back to back West Coast game, they just stayed out in the West Coast or, or the, somewhere in that area. The Patriots stayed in Denver when they were yeah. playing in. Uh, Mexico City to 
stay with the altitude. Yeah, oh, that's a good idea. See, that's why Belichick wins so many games. Okay, you know what? I'm going to go. I hate Philly because, of course, obviously they're East rivals with the Cowboys. Never liked them. But I'm going to – oh, I hate to do this. It hurts me to do this, but I'm going to take, I'm going to take Philly. I'm gonna go. The, I'm gonna get. What's the spread on that game? Just out of curiosity. I don't. I don't. I haven't that's, seen that's a spread yet. Okay. All right. Next. Minnesota, Carolina. It's a good Minnesota, mm-hmm. Carolina. Another, another good playoff. one. Yeah, another playoff. Is that Carolina? I think Carolina is gonna bounce back. So I'm gonna take the Panthers. You know, I am too because I. I just don't. I, Minnesota. I just. I just don't. You know, I see what you're talking about. The defense, obviously, defense, like you said, always does well. But you, you know. Despite that, you still got to have some kind of, you know, and 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 he's and Keenan's doing a great job, but I'm just I think they're gonna teams are gonna figure him out come playoff time. They're gonna look at some film and they're gonna figure something out on this guy, and I think they're gonna make his life miserable in the playoffs. So so I'm gonna go with Carolina as well. I, I do too. I think they'll if they don't bounce back, then I think Carolina's gonna be in trouble. Do you want to do one more before Dallas, or just want to go right to Dallas? No, let's go ahead and do one more. All right, Seattle at Jacksonville. Okay. A sneaky interconference game, yep. eight and four, and depending on tonight, it could right. be another eight and four or a seven and five. I'm gonna, I'm is gonna that, take Seattle. I'm not sold it, on Jacksonville. In Jacksonville, yeah, it's Seattle. in Jacksonville. Yeah. Jacksonville seems to play better at home, but I'm gonna take Seattle. All right, so one take, and I'll I'll uh, I'll go with you on that. Okay, Cowboys. Cowboys at the Giants. <laughs> Look, I would like to take the Giants, but it's not happening. <laughs> The Cowboys are going to win, and they're going to somehow finagle themselves back into the playoff race, setting up uh, uh, just one more game they got to get by yeah. until they got Zeke back. Mm. And that one more game they have to deal with is at Oakland, and Oakland is garbage. Yeah, they are. Even yeah. though they're tied for the division lead. Um, yeah, but you see how weak that division is? Six Good and Lord. six. The Chargers are going to win. I think the Chargers are going to win the division. Wow. They're six and six. They're right back up. They're yeah, they right are tied. And the Chiefs have just, man, they've. What they've, happened? You know, I don't know. They've they just they, fallen off a cliff. And and these, these were teams. Oakland, I, Oakland was a team that you know that I was rooting for. We talked at the beginning I of the, the year. Chiefs I said, went in the division. Yeah. See. So. So what happened? Okay. I don't I'll know. take the Cowboys too All on right. that. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Folks, we sure appreciate you joining us. For the legendary Ben Martin, who was out today, and, of course, Warren Shore, the Wiz Kid. I'm Coach Gary, your host. Until next time, have a great sports day.